Hey, thanks for joining us on the No Limits Church podcast. This is a place to get equipped to make a difference for the kingdom of God. So get ready to be empowered by this message. As I was preparing the message for today, I could sense something, I could hear it breaking. So, you know, there's things in life that it builds and 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 and the tension increases and increases and then, bam, it breaks. That's what today is. We've been building up to this point today. And today's going to be a release, kind of like a slingshot, right? We've been being pulled back. But you're going to have to wait till the end of my message. Because I have more tension to build within your spirit first. On January 28th of this year, the Holy Spirit revealed incredible details for God's purpose for No Limits Church. I received this prophetic word through tongue and interpretation. I've told you about it before. I was in my office spending time with the Lord and praying when a bold utterance just burst out of me in tongues. I knew I was declaring a powerful word from God. How many of you guys have had that experience when you're praying in tongues? All of a sudden, it's just like this power just burst out of your mouth. You'll see Beth and I operate in tongues and interpretation often. I give the tongue, Beth interprets. Beth wasn't with me that day, so I really wasn't expecting an interpretation to come. I was just pleased to be able to be declaring God's word through tongues. But my words effortlessly transitioned from tongues into English, and I realized for the very first time that I was interpreting my own tongue. It was an incredible experience. I knew it was the interpretation because what I said, what I said could never come out of my own thoughts. This was far beyond anything that I could dream up on my own. Now, I wish I was this big of a dreamer. I do. And I'm working to align myself more with the things of God and dream as big as he does. But I've read this to the church several times already, and now I want to take you to scripture to confirm this prophetic word is from God. Last week, we learned in 1 Thessalonians Not to despise prophecy, but to test everything that is said. And so how do we test it? I like to say we throw it against the word of God and we see if it sticks. Everything that comes from God will agree with the word of God. Everything that comes from God will agree with the word of God. That's how we know that abortion is not from God. Amen? That's how we know homosexuality is not from God. Transgenderism is not from God. Living a self-focused life is not from God, because you throw it against the word of God, and it doesn't stick. Everything that comes from God will agree with the word of God. So let me read this prophetic word again, and then we're going to test it against the word of God. Here's the word. No Limits Church will occupy the city of Owasso until Jesus comes. Our leadership and influence will make Owasso a safe haven until he comes. We will occupy by owning businesses in Owasso, serving on city council and school board, and having three church locations, Owasso West, Owasso Central, and Owasso East. No Limits Church will be the talk of the city. People will say, that's where you go to meet Jesus. That's where you go to get filled with the Holy Spirit. That's where you go to get healed and delivered. We will become the leading force in Owasso. No other organization will have the influence that we do. We will steward the influence well. It'll be marked by righteousness. Amen. Praise God. Powerful word. It wasn't until recently that I realized what I have to become in order to fulfill this prophetic word. There's a whole transformation that has to take place on the inside of me, which explains why I've been having these 
recurring dreams that I'm going to church in clothes that I do not feel comfortable in. <laughs> gotcha, God. I mean, I had that dream three times. I was like, I can't go up there. I don't like these clothes. So let's break this down. Here's the first part. No Limits Church will occupy the city of Owasso until Jesus comes. So many of you will recognize this language directly from the Bible. One way I know this word is from God is because he used language from the King James Version when I normally read the New Living Translation. And I know some of you are going to say amen, because that's the Holy Version. (laughs) This is when Jesus was teaching a crowd, and they thought that the kingdom of God would begin right away. They were just ready for it to begin right then, and Jesus told them a parable to prove otherwise. And here's what he said. He said, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive for himself a kingdom and to return. And he called to his ten servants and delivered them ten pounds and said unto them, Occupy till I come. So there it is, occupy till I come. So what does that mean? Well, the word translated to occupy literally means to carry on the business of a banker or a trader. So the point Jesus is making here is that we are to actively multiply what he has given us all the way up until he comes. At no point do we just sit back and wait for him to come. We are to actively multiply what he has given us until he comes. And when he returns, he's going to ask us, hey, how much did you multiply what I gave you? And in this parable, one of the servants created a 10 times return, 10x. That's incredible, 10 times return. And even more amazing is Jesus' response to this guy. He said, well done, good servant. Because you were faithful and very little, have authority over 10 cities. Did you catch that? Authority over 10 cities. Jesus went from giving them pounds, which represents money, to giving them cities. Cities. And the word authority here, here's what it means. Delegated influence, delegated influence, and the rule of government. So Jesus is saying, I'm giving you my influence to lead this city, to govern this city. So No Limits Church will occupy the city of Owasso until Jesus comes. We will actively multiply. That's, here's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be multiplying the influence, the power, and the authority that he's given us right here in this city until he comes. And here's the next part of the prophecy. Our leadership and influence will make Owasso a safe haven until he comes. Y'all, the world is falling apart around us. Have you noticed? I'm sure you have. But as we take our God-given authority in Owasso, we will create a safe haven for the people that live in this city. That's amazing. Here's two scriptures that agree. First one's in Proverbs 29, verse 2. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. You all know that's true. Yeah. Psalm 91, verse 5 through 7. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrows that fly in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in the darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. A safe haven from what's going on around you. Our leadership and influence will make Owasso a safe haven until he comes. I mean, how amazing is this? As we fulfill what God has prophesied over us, it saves an entire city. That's amazing. Yes, our church is going to be thriving, but even more incredible is that our city will be protected because of us. Let's move on to the next part of this prophecy. We will occupy by owning businesses in Owasso, serving on the city council and school board, and having three church locations. So the question here is, does God want us to own businesses? Does God want us to serve in government positions? Does God want us to possess land? 
I'm glad you all know that. The answer is yes to all three of these, and I'm going to show it to you in Scripture. Deuteronomy 28, verse 11 and 12. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore your ancestors to give you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock, and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work that you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. When the righteous... Oh, so that's good, right? And then it goes on to say, so are we supposed to govern? We're going to go right back to this verse. When the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when a wicked man rules, the people groan. Yes, we're supposed to be in authority, of course. And then in Matthew 28, it says, Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of the nations. Nations. Make disciples of the nations. Let me tell you something. You can't disciple nations without discipling cities. Our assignment from Jesus himself is to use his authority, not just to disciple people, but to disciple society. We are to lead our city in the ways of God. We're to show them how it's done. Here's how you live blessed by God. This requires faithful followers of Jesus Christ to occupy places of leadership in the structures of society. We're talking about business and government and education. We're supposed to be in the leadership places in those organizations. You can't disciple a city from the sidelines. Or can you? You know you can't. That's foolishness. You have to be at the top. We have to occupy the high places. It's what Jesus commanded us to do. So we will occupy by owning businesses in Owasso serving on the city council and school board, and having three church locations. So, so far, this congregation right here owns two businesses in Owasso. We have No Limits Event Center, and then we have Owasso Physical Therapy and Pelvic Health. There are many more to come. Who's next? Who's next? Raise your hand. If it's burning in you to start a business here in the city of Owasso, raise your hand. We got one over here. Anybody? We got one here. More to come. And Darla, I want to honor you for being the ringleader here. Honestly, we prayed for her at prayer school on Tuesday. God's going to multiply her business. It's going to even, she has big dreams for what she's doing. And God's going to exceed your dreams. Currently, no one here is serving on city council and school board. So if that's tugging on your heart, it's time to prepare now for the next election. You don't wait till the election comes. You have to, like, get started early, right? So if that's tugging on your heart, do your research, figure out when it's coming, and do what you need to do. We have one church location right here. We need two more. One near Highway 75 and one on the east side of Owasso. And most likely, we need a new central location, too. Y'all, you can see, we need some more room around here. So we really need three new church locations. But here's the next part of the prophecy. No Limits Church will be the talk of the city. People will say, that's where you go to meet Jesus. That's where you go to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's where you go to get healed and delivered. I don't think I have to convince you that Jesus wants this to be the buzz of the city. At least I hope I don't. But let me take you to scripture anyway. This is when Jesus met the Samaritan woman at the well. And in the process of explaining how he was the Messiah, he told the woman about her five husbands. And he told her this not to condemn her, but rather he used the word of knowledge to confirm the fact that he was the Messiah. And then I want you to take a look at what happened as a result of this. Many Samaritans from the village believed in Jesus because of what the woman had said. He told me everything I ever did. Jesus called out my sin. And then they believed in Jesus. I mean, we're not taught this in evangelism school. But it worked for her. I think we might be a little too pigeonholed in how we think evangelism should be done. 
So as we become the talk of the city, many will believe in Jesus simply because they experience God's miracle working power at No Limit Church, and they go out and they tell people about it. Beth told me everything I ever did. She's done that to some of you through the Spirit. And it blessed you because you knew God knew you. It's amazing. No Limits Church will be the talk of the city. People will say, that's where you go to meet Jesus. That's where you go to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's where you go to get healed and delivered. So people are already meeting Jesus here. They're already getting filled with the Holy Spirit here. Speaking of, how many of you were filled with the Holy Spirit right here at No Limits Church? Raise your hand. Look at this. Looky, looky, looky. Amazing. People are already being healed. We had a testimony. Was that last week about your back? You shared that. Amazing. So many healing miracles. People are already being delivered from all kinds of sin and bondage. Man, there's nothing better than being delivered from sin, I tell you that. Praise God. Soon we will see people delivered from demons. We will. The deliverance ministry is upon us. Prepare yourself. It's going to be good stuff. So here's the last part. We will become the leading force in Owasso. No other organization will have the influence that we do. We will steward the influence well. It'll be marked by righteousness. So this agrees with everything that we already spoke about through the scriptures, but here's another one to drive it home. In Deuteronomy 28, verse 13, and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. Of all the churches in Owasso, there's a lot of them. Why did he choose us? Why us? Well, I think it's simple. We allow God's power to flow through us. We submit to the Holy Spirit. We welcome the gifts of the Spirit. You may wonder, well, why doesn't every church do that? Well, it turns out there's this strong pull to please people. Have you ever felt that pull? And when we try to please people, we will always end up in disobedience to God at some point. At some point. Many people have left this church because I refuse to please people. I'm okay with that because I've chosen to please God even when it displeases people. But don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not out to displease people. Some people think that I am. That's not my goal. But if people get upset over something the Holy Spirit is leading me to do, oh, well, do what you got to do. Just do what you got to do. I'd love for you to stick it out and overcome your flesh. But if you got to go, bless you. We will become the leading force in Owasso. No other organization will have the influence that we do. We're going to steward that influence well. It'll be marked by righteousness. Y'all, we're not going to use the ways of the world to gain influence. The world puts on a show. They manipulate people. We're not going to do that. Our influence is delegated from the Lord. He gave it to us. We're just here to steward it. Amen? So we will not be known as a people-pleasing church. Praise the Lord. We will be known as a righteous church, and not a self-righteous church either, but one that boldly just puts on God's gift of righteousness and shows others how to do the same. So now that you see that this prophetic word lines up with God's word, let me read the whole thing to you again. No Limits Church will occupy. Notice he didn't even give it to us as an option, right? He's just speaking it as it's done. 
No Limits Church will occupy the city of Owasso until Jesus comes. Our leadership and influence will make Owasso a safe haven until he comes. We will occupy by owning businesses in Owasso, serving on the city council and school board, and having three church locations. No Limits Church is going to be the talk of the city. People say, that's where you go to meet Jesus. That's where you go to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's where you go to get healed and delivered. We will become the leading force in Owasso. No other organization will have the influence that we do. We will steward the influence well. It's going to be marked by righteousness. Bam, let it settle down. Lock into place. That is God's vision. That is God's purpose for us. Amen. So we are called by God to protect our city from the evils of the end times, from the evils of the last. That's our calling. Why us? Because of all the churches in Owasso, we're the ones who are willing to do it God's way, no matter the cost. No matter, will this come with persecution? You better know it. I bet it'll come this afternoon, because usually that's what happens when you boldly declare the word of God. Somebody will come and tell you how stupid you are. It will come with persecution. Jesus promised us that we would face persecution, especially in the last days, for following him. Will there be troubles along the way? Guaranteed. Guaranteed. But when troubles of any kind come our way, we consider it an opportunity for great joy. Because we know that when our faith is tested, our endurance has a chance to grow, and we need our endurance to be fully developed in order to fulfill this prophecy. Rejoice in the troubles. I don't know if you realize it yet, but this is a big assignment. Did you notice? It's going to be quite the journey to go from where we are right now to becoming who we're supposed to be. Have you considered the amount of resources that we'll need to pull this off? Has anybody thought about that? I mean, it's going to take an amazing full-time staff to get this done. Not to mention three buildings that we need to acquire. And I don't think he wants us to borrow for those buildings based on what the scripture says. But God's not asking us to pay for it. He will fund the vision, but the funding does have to flow through us. It has to flow through us. And most of us think too small regarding finances, including myself. We think too small. That's why I received a follow-up prophecy just a few weeks ago. I've read it to you before. Let me read it to you again. And then we're going to test it against the word of God. The vision has been funded. Funded in the spirit, funded in the natural. Everything needed is readily available. Simply reach in and grab what you need when you need it, like getting something out of a fully stocked pantry. People, finances, God's goodness, healing, miracles, it's all fully stocked. We're not waiting on the funding and resources. We're not waiting on it. It's ready right now. God has made it readily available. We're to reach in and grab what we need when we need it. But there's a problem. There's a problem. I bet every single one of us has heard teaching on how God wants you poor. <laughs> yeah, we should laugh at that, shouldn't we? And guess what? You probably have the experience to back it up. First-hand experience. So when we hear a prophetic word like this, there's a conflict going on within us. We question, did this really come from God? I know he'll care for my needs, but does he really want me to prosper? Like, does he really want me to prosper that much? I mean, we're talking about large sums of money being given to No Limits Church in order to fund this vision. Millions of dollars will be given to No Limits Church to fund this vision. And it's going to flow through you. Can you have a vision for giving a million dollars? 
Newsflash, in order to give a million dollars, you have to have a million dollars. Where will those millions come from? You. Darla raised her hand. She'll be one of them. And anyone else that God calls to partner with this vision. I could tell you a really cool story right now, but I'm not. I'll save that for later. Okay, I'll tell you. I was at Chick-fil-A on Thursday with Chris. I love Chick-fil-A. My mom doesn't. I don't know what's wrong with her. Love her anyway. Sitting there eating. I was with Chris Wills. That's where we have our weekly meeting. We're we're so sophisticated. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, the people sitting at the table next to us interrupt us. He says, hey. Where'd you say you went to school? It's like, I, I didn't say I went to school. I mean, I'm, I'm 34. I'm, I'm not in school anymore, but thanks for thinking I'm so young. I mean, that's awesome. He's like, well, what were you talking about? And I don't remember what we were talking about, what we got into. He's like, well, where did you go to school? I was like, went to Raymond Bible School. He's like, well, what did you do with your education? I was like, I'm pastoring a church here in Owasso. He's like, tell me about it. How's it going? And so I told him about it. He says, glory to God. Did you know that you're going against culture? Oh, yes. Fully aware of that, sir. (laughs) Fully aware. This man's probably in his mid-80s. He says, well, I don't want to interrupt your lunch, but we're going to meet. So when can we meet? (laughs) Said, "Uh, how about Friday? And so we met this past Friday. He came here and we met together. And he just wanted to hear my story of how I came to the Lord and hear more about our church. And then he finally ended with saying, you know, there's, I have an investment out there that's about to mature, and, and it's a lot. I'll tell you that. It's a lot. And so I already have plans for some of it. Like, there's a lot of people who have poured into my life over the years, like Victory Church and, and this ministry and that ministry, and of course I'm going to give to them. But I'm also going to give to you. Out of nowhere. I'm glad I went to Chick-fil-A. Man, the Lord's chicken. chicken. (laughs) Oh, man. All right, so let's test this. This second prophetic word against the word of God. I'm going to take you to Ephesians chapter 3. Where else? And Brooke, thank you for reading another Ephesians prayer this morning. You set the stage. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 16 through 21. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources. He'll empower you with inner strength through his spirit. Then Christ will make his home in your hearts as you trust in him. Your roots will grow down into God's love and keep you strong. And may you have the power to understand as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep his love is. May you experience the love of Christ, though it's too great to understand fully. Which New Living Translation, I hate how you did that. I hate how you said that. I hate that. Because it makes you think that you can never fully grasp his love. That's not what he's saying. He's saying you can't grasp his love with your mind, but you can grasp it through the experience of it. Fully. You can fully grasp it. I I love the new living most of the time, but just not this time. Anyway. (laughs) Then you will be made complete with all the fullness of life and power that comes from God. And now all glory to God who is able, through his mighty power at work within us, to accomplish infinitely more. 
infinitely more than we might ask or think. Glory to him in the church and in Christ Jesus through all generations forever and ever. Amen. So there you go. This scripture makes the prophetic word about being fully funded seem kind of small. Of course God can do that. Just look at what he wants to do. Accomplish infinitely more. I went through this block of scripture and I looked up every single word in the Strong's Concordance. I wanted to understand the depth of what was being said here. I wanted to understand it. So after a three-hour study on these five verses, I spent three hours on these five verses, I wrote them out as we would speak them today. I'm not adding to Scripture. I'm not changing Scripture. I'm simply extracting the depths of the words that were written. This is going to bless you. Are you ready? Heavenly Father, your unending abundance of possessions, your wealth is incredible. Incredible. Use it liberally to make us strong in our ability to operate in your miracle working power. We know you accomplish this only as we allow the Holy Spirit to work within us. So, Holy Spirit, we give you full access. Fill us now. And Jesus Christ, we are confident in what God's word says about you. You are the Son of God who was sacrificed for our sins. You rose from the dead, securing our salvation. Make your permanent home in our hearts. We invite you to govern our thoughts, govern our desires, and govern our passions. And now the foundation of God's love has been firmly established in us. So make us completely competent to fully possess this vast, wide, and deep heavenly love. We desire intimacy. We don't just want to know about your love. We want to know your love through the intimate experience of your love. And don't stop there, but fill us to the brim with your promises, your presence, and your power. Cram us full of you, God. Father, you are fully capable and completely resourced to execute our requests. Anything we ask or think, we are confident that you will not only do these things, but you will go over and above. You will do more than is necessary. The results will be superior in quality. And we understand that our cooperation is required to see these results. We must fully allow your miracle working power to flow freely through us. So we say, yes, let your power flow through us. As we gather together as the body of Christ, united and strong in miracle working power, Father, you are glorified. And not just in our midst, but your glory rings out across the entire universe throughout all time, forever and ever. Amen. I printed a copy of this for you because I need you to pray it every single day. And I'm not just asking you to do this. I'm commanding you to do it in the name of the Lord. Read this out loud every single day. And as you do, two things are going to happen. First, it'll renew your mind so that you can learn to flow in God's abundance. You have to learn to flow in it. And second, it'll pave the way for the purpose of this church to come to pass. We must line up every part with every part of God's word. We have to line up with every part of God's word. Yes, get the sin out of your life, but don't stop there. There's so much more for you. Speak God's word until you're flowing in the realm of his kingdom. There's no lack in the kingdom of God. There's no sickness in God's kingdom. 
There's no tiredness, depression, anxiety, inadequacy. None of that's in God's kingdom. If these are things in your life, it's because you're not flowing in God's kingdom. So how do you get there? You renew your mind by speaking the word of God. I am determined to break the spirit of poverty off of every single one of you. Determined. Myself included. From glory to glory. Just because Jesus said there will always be the poor among us doesn't mean that you have to be one of them. Some of y'all are using that as an excuse. And that word was for you. Just because Jesus said the poor will always be among us. It doesn't mean you have to be one of them. All Jesus was saying was this. You know what? There will always be people that don't get it. They won't do what it takes to renew their mind and access God's provision. So take care of these people because I love them. That's what he was saying. And yes, we will take care of people who have yet to learn how to live in God's flow of endless wealth. But for you here right now, all of you, you're not going to be one of them. You're not. You're not going to be one of them. You are here at the beginning of this move of God. And you know what that tells me? That means that you have what it takes to break out of poverty and into God's flow of wealth. You are called to prosper so that you can help fund this work of God. Don't bow down to that demon of poverty. Hmm. Kick it in the face and make a decision right now that you will keep on speaking the word of God until you are flowing in God's endless resources. So this prayer I wrote from Ephesians is a necessary ingredient for you to get there. Speak it every day, multiple times a day, until you're confident that God will not only do the things that you ask, but that he will go over and above. He will do more than is necessary. The results will be superior in quality. He will blow your mind. So I'm going to ask Darla if she would pass those out right now. Because we're going to pray this together before we go today. Today is a catalyst moment financially. That's what I was talking about in my email. What I heard breaking, you're going to be broken out of that place that you've been financially and into a new realm. Today. Today's the day. And as you read this every day, it's going to drive it home and it's going to keep you moving in the right direction. Because you could very easily go back. You could very easily break through and then turn around and go back to what you're used to because it's comfortable. But this prayer is going to keep you from going backwards. It's going to keep you moving forwards. I fully expect incredible financial miracles to break out of this place after today. Somebody came and gave me $100,000 and guess what? I'm going to give it to what God's doing here. And I'm not saying that you have to give everything. God wants you to take care of your family too. He wants you to enjoy some things too. I'm not against any of that. God's not against it either. He has streets of gold, y'all. Goodness gracious. He just doesn't want money to have you. He's not against money. He said you can't serve me and money. 
And there's a lot of people serving money who don't even have any, or they don't have much. They're serving money because money makes all their decisions in life. God tells them to go here, and they're like, no, I got to keep my job. That's, that's serving money, y'all. You're choosing money over God. I don't know why we think that only rich people are serving money. I bet you most of them aren't. Some of them are, of course. Mm. Does everybody have a copy now? You ready to read this together? All right, here we go. Heavenly Father, your unending abundance of possessions, your wealth is incredible. Use it liberally to make us strong in our ability to operate in your miracle working power. We know you accomplish this only as we allow the Holy Spirit to work within us. So Holy Spirit, we give you full access. Fill us now. And Jesus Christ, we are confident in what God's word says about you. You are the son of God who was sacrificed for our sins. You rose from the dead, securing our salvation. Make your permanent home in our hearts. We invite you to govern our thoughts, desires, and passions. And now the foundation of God's love has been firmly established in us. Make us completely competent to fully possess this vast, wide, and deep heavenly love. We desire intimacy. We don't just want to know about your love. We want to know your love through the intimate experience of your love. And don't stop there, but fill us to the brim with your promises, presence, and power. Cram us full of you, God. Father, you are fully capable and completely resourced to execute our request. Anything we ask or think, we are confident that you will not only do these things, but you will go over and above. You will do more than is necessary. The results will be superior in quality. And we understand that our cooperation is required to see these results. We must fully allow your miracle working power to flow freely through us. So we say, yes, let your power flow through us. As we gather together as the body of Christ, united and strong in miracle working power, Father, you are glorified. And not just in our midst, but your glory rings out across the entire universe throughout all time, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Glory. I love the end of that. Man, that was good, wasn't it? Help us get God's word out to everyone who needs it by partnering with us financially. Your generous giving is what enables us to make a difference for the kingdom of God. Visit nolimits.fyi to give securely online. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a message. And thanks again for listening. Now let's go make a difference.